0: with regards to Holland or uh, or Belgium, it was really an eye-opener for me how open and active the exchange is between club me coaches, yeah. and the club coaches. Okay. And I really think that's a strength that we have mm-hmm. that's unique to our system. Uh-huh.
1: The Euro Hockey Daily podcast is brought to you by XPS. Plan, prepare, perform, and win with XPS by SidelineSports.com, the essential software platform for hockey coaches all over the world. Not just for coaches here at the European Championship, but for all ambitious coaches eager to improve every day. A must-have tool for clubs who want to track the development of their homegrown talents. For more info, check out xps.promo/hockey. Welcome to the Euro Hockey Daily. Hi, we're together here with Xavier at the Belgian coach of the German national women's team, and uh, we're in the, his hotel lobby. Um, was this your first technical choice to choose the only as the only team? Uh, I think an hotel uh, outside of the city and not one of the official yeah. hotels.
0: Yeah, it's always a theme, eh? The hotel. I think it's important that you have a good feeling where you're staying. I prefer to be in a quiet place for an intensive tournament. Uh, so during the World Cup last year we stayed inside London because I thought it was important that when you have 3 days between games that, you know players have something to do. Yeah. I think this sort of tournaments totally the opposite. You have two games and then every second game you uh, have day we can train here just yeah. uh, around the corner so it's it's more relaxed, it's uh, quiet. It's more it's get into uh,
1: your cocoon and uh,
0: yeah, for the exactly. tournament. And, and it's easier to come, you know. Come <laughs> runter, yeah. like they say in, yeah. uh, in German. <laughs> cool <can relax, laughs> down. Yeah, exactly. You just, it's just more uh, more relaxing, I
1: guess. Yeah. 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 Um, last year has been a special year, I think, with, with, with the entire team. You've traveled literally yeah. from the four corners of the world. You've mm-hmm. been from Argentina to New Zealand. You've been from China to the US. How special is it now to do a European Championship in your own hometown Antwerp?
0: Oh, it's very special. For me, it's got this extra edge, of course, to... Yeah to be, I mean, uh, I live literally between the hotel and the pitch and we only drive 10 minutes to the pitch, so (laughs) that says a lot. I had to laugh when I heard uh, Thomas Brill say it's in our backyard, because it's also in my backyard. But I take distance from that, because uh, my role here is to be coach, and for the girls it's different spots and so I just mingle in that and I'm in tournament mode and once you're in tournament mode then it doesn't really matter if it's in your backyard or if it's um, if it's far away on the other side of the world
1: yeah okay Um, as most teams I suppose you want to avoid the Netherlands in a possible semi-final but who will be your biggest rival for the first spot in your own pool Uh, England reigning Olympic championships or uh, Ireland silver medalist at the World Cup
0: yeah it's an interesting group isn't it (laughs) Look, it's a it's a good question. Um, I, I think, you know, obviously, like all the teams, eh, the first goal is to reach the semis. Uh, I personally don't know really a lot about England, and well, probably a little bit more because of the pro league. But I think with Mark now, they've had a few weeks extra to develop and, and to change things. Yeah, up. and you and you start seeing his impact uh-huh. with uh, with Sean. I got no clue, yeah. I got no footage whatsoever, I got nothing, so it'll be interesting to see how Ireland's now, you know, regrouping and, and what they're doing since their World Cup. So there's a lot of unknowns there, um, but it also makes it easier in a way because then we just focus on our on, on our own performances. Um, and I think if we play our best hockey, um, you know, then, then I think we have potential to be first. But, of course, you want to avoid Holland, but in the end if you want to win the tournament, and you've got to beat everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, let's let's start with Belarus first, and mm-hmm. then England on Monday, and then we'll go from there. Yeah,
1: no, absolutely. Um, you've worked in two smaller countries before, uh, Holland and Belgium, or smaller in terms of geographics, uh, yeah. I mean in that case. Huh? Uh, what are the challenges for a coach in a, in a bigger, geographically bigger country like Germany, uh, where not all of your players are within, let's say, one hour driving distance.
0: Yeah. Um, well, there's many. I think yeah. every system's got its challenges. Every system works differently. Uh, f- you know, focusing a little bit on the on the geographical aspect, it's th- the managing side of things is much more important because uh-huh. we're not centralized. We do that on purpose uh-huh. because the league's very important to us. Yes. And um, yeah, for me, it's really important that the players develop individually. But in mm-hmm. their own region, and so I, I have a lot of uh, uh, support from uh, from the coaches in every region. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of exchange uh, in regard with regards to Holland mm-hmm. or uh, or Belgium. It was really an eye opener for me how open and active the exchanges between club coaches me and, and the club coaches. Okay. And I really think that's a strength that we have, mm-hmm. that's unique to our system. Uh-huh. Um, but on the other side, I also have the privilege to bring. My own knowledge of the both systems that I knew before into this new one and take some of the positive things that we can actually implement there. Mm-hmm. So it's just a good symbiosis of uh, of everything.
1: Now, yeah, okay, good. Um, looking at that, uh, at this tournament, is uh, what will be? Who do you think will play the finals here? Both men and women's tournament.
0: The men, I think uh, Belgium's the favourite and then I think it'll be Germany mm-hmm. with them. And then I'm really looking forward to that game because I think it's going to be a tough one for Belgium then, yeah. Uh, even though they got the best team for sure, but I think in a final, you know, they beat Germany 8-0 last time, that really hurt and mm. they're going to get them back. Re- revenge. Exactly. <laughs> um, with the women, I would say uh, that Holland is by far the favourites. And then I think that there's many countries uh, underneath. Um, a lot of nations are pushing us a little bit up there now as well, yeah. which is a compliment for the work we've achieved. Uh-huh. I don't mind it. Um, so I hope we'll, we'll be there. Probably I have to say we we'll Live, up, be to, there, live yeah. up to expectations. <laughs> exactly, I mean, I mean uh, exactly. Uh, but, you know, it, it's a short tournament. Um, I experienced last year at the World Cup as well, that uh-huh. you can play well and still lose. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in, you know, it's it's a tough tournament. I think Holland, and then I'm not sure. I put my hand in the, the oven yet to say who's going to be the other uh, the other uh, nation.
1: Okay, um, there were lots of priorities this year for for your players with 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 pro league, with uh, uh, club hockey, with uh, uh, European uh, club hockey, with uh, uh, now this European Cup, uh, maybe Olympic qualifiers after this. Um, how do you manage so many peak moments in uh, in, in in a short year?
0: You plan. <laughs> yeah. you plan and you talk with your players. You talk with your staff. The staffs done an unbelievable wor- uh, job in 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 manage- managing things. Uh, and to be honest, things are not going to get easier next year with the Olympics. We have no. a very 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 bad draw with the pro league. Uh-huh. Um, but you know the cards are dealt, and I think L- that's lots of traveling. Well. Uh, the five weeks before uh, our departure to the Olympics—well, it's not exactly true. So the, la- the last five weeks, the last week of May and the, f- the full month of June were away. Out, Yeah. Uh, with trips to Argentina and um, the USA. Yeah. So it's a good opposition, but uh, lots yeah, of but traveling. Uh, uh, being five weeks away. Yeah. Uh, and then being. F- you know, three and a half weeks away during the Olympics, it's too much, yeah. you know, you, you need to be home as well. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to see how we can solve that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we just planned well. Um, to be honest, it worked out quite well. You know, there's a lot of things you need to consider. Your staff, we don't have full-time staff, so we need to have a big pool there. Yeah. Uh, so that worked out quite well, the players. But that's
1: one thing for the staff, but the players are usually not full-time players. Exactly,
0: yeah, uh, so the players you have to manage. So what we did with the federation is we try and, and regroup the international game, so mm-hmm. the league also gets a bit of attention, which is what it deserves. But you've got to plan and you know adjust a little bit where you feel okay this is not ideal or this is tough, and sometimes you just got to bite through it. And probably the biggest thing is to to find the moments where you can put in some uh, some recovery time because. Mm-hmm. It's going more and more NBA style, and and, you know the professional sports where travel play, travel play, travel play, no training anymore. And so, I think, I think we've done a good job there. I also think that we're, we're, I trust that we will peak here, Uh um, because I think we've got that pretty, pretty sorted. Uh, But we'll have to talk about that in ten days, of course. Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) You've been around the world as a hockey player yourself and, and, uh, and as a coach, have, have uh, coached in, in, in many countries also. What makes German hockey so different?
0: Oh, the discipline. And you know, you say something and you, you stand up for it and you uh-huh. do it. Um, I inherited a team that's um, got a very high identity identity. Uh, um, uh, like they identify themselves with, with the way they want to play mm-hmm. and they take a lot of ownership and for me it's really nice uh, to have this, this exchange with the group and especially with the leaders of the group because they always feedback how the group's feeling mm-hmm. yep. and they also respect when I go a little bit against it because I want to develop them so uh-huh. there's a really, really good uh, exchange there and um, they know that they get a say in what we're doing um, and if there's a disagreement, then obviously it will go my way. Uh, but f- to me, it's just very important that they know why we're doing things, mm-hmm. and they really support that as well. So they are open for new things. Um, and the group's young. Uh, I mean, we still have a young group, even mm-hmm. though it's young, it's got some good experience in it now. Yes. Um, so that that aspect is something that I have not experienced in Belgium. That I have, and that I doubt is there yet mm-hmm. uh, probably with the men because they have a now a very mature team as well yes um but um I've, I've, i haven't experienced that in in and australia new zealand or do in holland know. either uh-huh. so this player sort of um yeah responsibility of really stepping the up accountability in of the yeah, players is, themselves is really is really there and that's mm-hmm. both with mm-hmm. the men as with women and look they sort of have to do it because as i said we're not centralized and yeah. You don't get fed everything you yeah. know it's it's you get a feedback okay you need to work on that and that and that and then they go six weeks and they have to do it themselves yeah. and compared to here you know they get the coach and he says you got to do that and they get the physical training now you got to do that and there they have to sort of do everything themselves uh-huh. they get support you know in every region yeah. but they get they have to organize themselves um, more in an individual way and that of course Creates accountability as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thanks very much, uh, Xavier, for your uh, insights here, and uh, I wish you all the best during this uh, European Hockey Championships in your own backyard.
0: Thanks very much. Okay.
1: (laughs) Next up, Thomas Briels captain of the Belgian Red Lions. Thomas, can you tell me what are the team? goals and your individual goals for this european championship
2: the team goals of uh, belgium are obviously to uh, yeah uh, reach as far as possible uh, into the tournament but uh, especially we want to play a really nice uh, hockey in front of our own crowd uh, we want to share our uh, our passion for hockey and uh, the values and uh, we want uh, yeah to make it a really really cool event uh, for the public uh, so everybody has a has a nice time while we are playing uh, at our best, and uh, hopefully we will uh, reach uh, reach uh, the final. And uh, who knows, uh, become European Championship. That's uh, that's a bit uh, the dream of the team. But uh, it's gonna be a really uh, really tough uh, tournament because we know the Europeans. Uh, it's one of the top toughest tournaments to win with uh, with a lot of the best teams uh, of the world. For me personally, I just uh, like to play a consistent uh, tournament uh, and help my team uh, in the best way uh, I can on and off the field. Um, yeah, and uh, just do my role for the team. Sure,
1: uh, Thomas, can you tell us where does your passion and your love for the game come from? Uh, what what makes you tick about hockey?
2: I really love hockey because it's a really technical sport and uh, it goes really fast, um, especially on international level. Uh, it's a physical uh, sport and um, yeah, you have to be a complete athlete uh, to compete. Um, I think it's a really nice, nice sport to, to watch. Uh, I also uh, love the values uh, shared uh, around the hockey community. Uh, and I think it's a sport for, uh, for the whole uh, family. I mean, it's for uh, young, old uh, women, men, uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, everybody can enjoy it on, uh, on very different uh, uh, levels, uh, amateur level, elite level, and everything in between. So, um, yeah, I think it's... Uh, it's a very cool sport uh, with a lot of nice people um, and uh, we share all, I think, really important values uh, for life. Um, so yeah, that's why I'm, uh, I'm a bit uh, uh, hooked, I think. Obviously I agree, but even when you
1: love the sport as much as we do, there's always something that can be better, you can always improve on, uh, on everything. So what would you change in hockey and why?
2: Uh, what I would change in hockey uh, and why? Um, it's, uh, it's a difficult question. I really like uh, the way uh, it's been uh, played now so I wouldn't change too much of this format uh, only I think certain rules can be uh, much clearer uh, like the high balls uh, sometimes uh, yeah, you don't know which way uh, um the referee will uh, will blow it and it can change uh, every game so uh, i think that's uh, a bit unclear uh and also for the public it's sometimes diffic- difficult to understand what is what is happening um and if i can if i can really dream and, and think outside of the box um it w- would be really cool if hockey would be a, a sport like uh, uh like in in, in the states uh, an nfl uh that we play in NFL franchises like imagine uh, really one team uh, for uh, for a big city uh, so you have the possibility to play every week in front of uh, massive crowds and uh, i think that's that's really cool if you have the opportunity to, to play in front of uh, of uh, yeah 10,000 20,000 uh, people that's uh, yeah gives me uh, the chills every time and uh, it's also a big reason why 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 you play and you train so hard uh, internationally? Um, so that would be cool to have uh, like a really big hockey uh, competition in Europe uh, with big franchises. But uh, I think that we are far, far away from that. So that's really thinking uh, outside of the box. But um, yeah, it would be uh, would be a, a cool thing. Thanks for
1: listening. Join us again tomorrow for a new episode of the Euro Hockey Daily on your Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify or at studiohockey.com. Enjoy your hockey. Bye bye. P.S. Don't forget. Today no less than six games are on the board in Antwerp for this European Championship. We start at 9 o'clock in the morning, when Xavier Recklinger's German national women team will take on Belarus. Followed by the England-Ireland game at 11.15, also in the women's. Then the men are up at half past one, Spain versus Wales. At quarter past four, Ireland versus Scotland. And then we get two really big games closing off the day. They could be the semi-finals as well. At 6 o'clock it's England versus Belgium And at half
0: past 9, Germany versus Holland Enjoy your hockey!